Welcome to Two Guys Talking Youth Ministry Podcast, a podcast all about youth ministry culture, leadership, and strategy, led by two local youth pastors, along with other youth leaders from around the country. Now here's your hosts, Matt Willingham and John Kilowatt. Hey, what's going on? We want to welcome all of you who are listening to us. Welcome to episode three. The third episode. The 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 trace. The trace. The trace. Now, of... if we stop here, it would be a trilogy, and that would make it awesome. It would be awesome, but we're not going to oh, okay. stop here. We're going to continue going. But this is the third episode of Two Guys Talking Youth Ministry. Hey, man, we just want to thank you for uh, yeah. hanging out with us today. We got something exciting. We're going to be talking about. We're going to kick yeah. it to them in a minute and uh, tell them what that is. But, right. but PJ, why don't you go ahead and give them a reminder of uh, of a couple of things before we get going today? Yeah, just uh, we want first of all, we want to thank everybody for checking us out, um, whether it's on iTunes or whatever podcasting uh, device or program that you're using. Again, thanks so much. But we just want to ask everybody um, if you get a chance, go ahead and throw a review on there for us because uh, we want to make sure that we're able to show up when people uh, when people are searching. Uh, for youth ministry related podcast, um, I know we've been getting some awesome responses from emails, some people that have been checking us out. Um, but again, thanks a lot. We just you know leave us a review, especially a favorable review if, if that's what we would like. That that I would mean, be awesome. So absolutely. Um, but again, yeah, just just do that again. Um, and again, I'll throw I'll throw uh, our contact information out there again because we've had some people hitting us up. Um, not always with topics, but again, it's uh, my contact is John at EssentialCoaching.us, and then yours is. It's very simple. It's Matt. Yeah. M a t t at EssentialCoaching.us. Yeah. So feel free so. to submit some questions uh let us know what you think of the podcast yeah. and we actually have our topic for today is a question it was uh that we got emailed in from yeah. carrie yeah. from missouri she's a youth pastor youth leader there yeah in missouri and uh if it's cool i'm gonna go and read the question yeah, pj can away. i take the question today? You're be- yeah you're a good reader all right man i'm gonna read it this comes from carrie uh from missouri so again, Carrie, thank you for submitting the question today. And she says, uh, her question is, I've been doing youth ministry for a while, and I feel like I've been decent, but I feel like sometimes my students aren't getting it. Do you ever feel like that, John? Oh, yeah. I feel like that on Wednesdays, which is our service day, right. and then Thursdays. Yes, And then yes. just, yeah, just about Basically every day. Basically Fridays every day, and yeah, Saturdays, Fridays. yes. There's there's moments on Sundays where I feel like maybe they got it, but that's usually because the lead pastor speaking. Yes, that's so, so. true, <laughs> so true. Uh, what she goes on to ask, she said, I feel, uh, I feel like my students just aren't quite getting it still. Yeah. And my question is, what should I do, or is there anything I can do to increase the influence of my voice? That is... It's a great question. It is. A There's great a lot question. of different angles we could probably tackle this. I would one. say the the most. Uh, I'll just jump right into like like this would be the most effective way to get, increase your influence with them is um, buy an enormous house and have them all move in with you, so that they can maximize the time spent with you. That would that would be uh, right? that would probably be a terrible idea because I don't day think out, that twenty four seven. I don't think that would last very long. I'm not sure. Sometimes I feel like that's what I need to do. Yeah, that is, is just, that is so true. Yeah, so. you feel like, man, if I could just like get a big old house, live yeah. with them. That is a good question. And uh, I think for real, you said something, John. I think you, I think we all feel that pain, and we all have those moments where, like, man, what in the world? can I do or what am I doing wrong that, right, you know, I right. realize I feel like my kids aren't getting it or I feel like, I don't know if you've ever had topics too, John, that you felt like uh, 
there's some things that I feel like if I preached this sermon every week, every Wednesday night, it still wouldn't be enough. Right, yeah, like for, absolutely. Uh, enough on that topic. So, so Carrie, want to thank you again for asking that question today. So, again, she said, she said, I've been in youth ministry a while, feel like right. I'm okay, uh, but, but I feel like my students are getting it. So what is it that I can do to increase my influence? And that is a great springboard onto what we're talking about today. Uh, John, we're talking about today with everyone who's youth pastors, youth leaders all across the country. We want to talk to them about and talk to us about uh, the power and uh, I guess the, uh, the the big win all right, yeah. in, in networking with moms and dads. Right, yeah, that's a huge, huge thing. Because a lot of times in youth ministry, you hear the word youth ministry and we immediately think what, John? I, I think that it's basically I'm working with, teenagers mm -hmm. i guess it basically mm -hmm. i think youth ministry i think um personally from from our experience it's basically we have them from fifth to twelfth grade that's, right that's yeah. that's my mindset so youth we're ministry. say youth ministry yep a wednesday night thursday night sunday night whatever right. night your youth ministry night is maybe some uh, additional small group nights right you know we'll talk about small groups one night or one podcast and uh but yeah so so it's usually something like that but youth yeah. ministry is so much more than that it no. is it's I, I feel like we we think it's just working with teenagers uh -huh. But it, that's just that's just the surface of what true youth ministry is. Right, right. So today, today we're going to spend some time talking about the power uh, and I guess the big win in networking with parents. Now, John, yeah. I've been watching you for a while. We yeah. we go back a little bit. We've been doing youth ministry uh, together uh, for what we say in the very beginning on the very first podcast. Well, see, what was it? Gonna, thirteen years, us. twelve years, about, thirteen about, years. Yeah, somewhere along it's those years. It's been a while, and I've I've been able to watch you. Uh, I think you're a very successful youth pastor. Uh, there's a lot of things you do very well that inspires me and drives me that I'm like, man, I need to get better. John, what, like, don't be too humble, but like how, like when, if I was to ask you, like, do you think you're a decent youth pastor? Like, what would you say? I would, I would take decent. I would take that. I, I would say that there's moments where I feel like, I feel like I am highly effective. And again, probably like Carrie. Um, I would feel like there's also moments where I'm 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 just not I'm not maximizing my influence, but I would say I would say that um, I would say that yeah I feel like there like overall that that I have some effectiveness in the in the areas that we're talking about All especially right. especially in the area that we're gonna be chatting about today because I know that in our student ministry um, this was this was a big corner that we turned. Um, when when we're trying to figure out what can we do to grab a hold of these students and make it last beyond the four walls, and right. I think when we started doing this, I think I like I, I might just be speaking just craziness right now, but I think that that's really when our student ministry took it to a whole nother level is when yeah. we decided to to go this avenue. Yeah, and and let me kind of paint the picture for us here. Um, you know, again, we a lot of times, John, we think that youth ministry, we again begin to look at like the duties that we have as a youth right. pastor, as a youth yeah. leader. All right, we got to uh, get a Wednesday night, Thursday night, you know, whatever our main yeah. service is. We got to get leaders. We got to, you know, get small groups. We got to love on teenagers. Prepare sermon. Prepare sermons. Uh, be the media director. Yeah, be media director. Make Graphics. Uh, get the lighting set. Plan trips. Set up chairs. Uh, youth camps. I mean, right. the list could Sweep go on the and floor, on. floor. Clean up yeah, vomit. Exactly. <laughs> the list could go File on. File insurance claims on bus accidents. <laughs> <laughs> the list could go on and on. And then... When we say something like, hey, on top of it, the importance of networking with parents, immediately I'm like, oh, 
Yeah, I don't. One really more know. thing I've got to do. And I'm not too excited about it. Yeah, either. one more thing I got to do. And 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 particularly in today's culture, there's such a big, there's such a big, uh, I guess such a big difference between some. So, like for example, you might have one family, right? right? The students' parents really care a lot. They yep. want to know what's going on all the time. Yep. They ask questions all the time. They want to know what, about all the permission slips or asking about all the trips. Right. And then you can have another family that comes and their parents really don't care what nope. they're doing. As long as you're keeping them safe, right? Yeah. And, and so, some of them, they don't even know where they're being dropped off on Wednesday nights. A friend's picking them up. Yeah. And all they know is they're gone, and then they show back up. Yeah. Right? And so let, let's kind of go back before we kind of dig into this and maybe maybe answer the big why behind, all right, why should we even care about networking with parents? Of course, the obvious. You know, there are parents of our teenagers. Right. But so, so let me just give this to you, John. Let me just drop this on you. Okay. So let's say... Now, now here we go fifth through eighth grade. Just the dynamics of our student ministry works well. For fifth through eighth, we're we go about fifth through eighth school. grade, our middle school. Then we right. go ninth through twelfth grade. So right. that's four years apiece, yeah. right? Yeah. So let's say a kid comes to your junior high ministry, starts in yeah. fifth grade, right? And let's say you preach to uh, on, on every Wednesday is when you have your main service. Let, let's say you preach every Wednesday yeah. on the average of thirty minutes. Sometimes right. shorter, sometimes longer. Right. But you average thirty minutes a Wednesday night. Yeah. The student comes every Wednesday night. Fifty that's fifty-two Wednesday nights a year, right? You never right. have to cancel because of holidays. You never we live in northwest Indiana. Right. There's never no snow. Jesus, would that be awesome if that happened? Oh, man. You I... never have to cancel because of snow, yep. right? Nothing like that. So the student comes for fifty-two Wednesdays a year. Yeah. They hear you preach every 30 minutes. Right. Right? They come yeah. all four years, John. They never miss a Wednesday. Yeah. You would sit back and probably say, man, that is success. I, I've preached for, to them for four years. Yep. Their life has been radically changed. I they would, hear me every week. I would right? call them one of my core students if they one did One of your that. core students. So how much, just on a scale of one to ten, how much, how much influence do you think your voice would have over them over a span of four years coming every Wednesday night hearing you preach for 30 minutes? On a scale from one to, one to ten, I would say that I, I feel like my influence would be around a, a seven or an eight. A seven or an eight, which was, yeah. I, I would you know, say would right? be pretty, because, pretty awesome. Because they're here every Wednesday. Right. And, and they're hearing me speak consistently. And they're and they're in small groups consistently. That's what That would be my guess. Right. So, so let me tell you this, John. If a student came... Again, we're talking about the importance of networking with parents. Yeah. A lot of times in youth ministry, we say, well, of course, the youth pastor is the strongest voice in that student's life. Right. If a student came to your youth ministry for four years, every Wednesday night, heard you preach for an average of 30 minutes a week, do you know in those four years, you've only influenced a little less than four and a half days of their life in four years? That's, see, that's just crazy to me. Four and a half days. That is absolutely crazy. In the four years that they have now spent yes. in my junior high, that our middle school ministry, I've only influenced four days of that. Yes, that absolutely. is absolutely insane. And I'll be honest with you, that's pretty discouraging to me. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. We it's should really, quit. We should really, probably quit. Yeah, it's really discouraging that if the only time that they've spent under my influence is when they're sitting here, and that's all that they would get. Yeah, that is. That's really absolutely. Discouraging. And so I say that to say this, John, to kind of start us off is number one when it comes to uh, networking with parents is number one. Uh, I don't care what what other places may say. I don't care what a teenager may say. Still, the most influential voice in a student's life is their mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, right. aunt, uncle. That's right. that that adult figure in their life, their care their caretaker. Yeah. That is still the most influential voice. Mm -hmm. And it's not the youth pastor. We just said no. it, in four and a half years, you've only influenced 
about four and a half days of their life. It's not the wow. youth pastor, yeah, right? That's true. And so, so to first understand, to kind of go to Carrie's question, the, the, big, the, big, the big first thing is to understand, number one, the importance of why we need to network with our parents is yeah. that they are still the biggest and the best voice that can have in their student's yeah. life. Wow, that's so true. The yeah. most influential voice in their life yeah. is still mom and dad, It's right? still mom and dad. It's still mom and dad. And so, 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 so that's the big thing. So, so kind of, I guess, kind of springboarding off of that then, John, okay. what would you think, why, why would be another reason that we should probably, as youth pastors, as youth leaders, take up uh, the idea and the importance of, man, not just doing youth ministry to the teenagers, but what can we do? And then we're going to get in some pragmatics and, and tell yeah. people maybe a few ideas we've done here and we've seen happen. But maybe what's another reason why you think, uh, uh, you know, to network with the parents? Well, I guess like like for me and I, and, and my heart is, is that we're making young men and women of God. Like, like we want people that are absolutely buying in to what we're selling and, and what better way than to get what's going on in our four walls to somehow be reinforced inside their home and in so in, inside their conversations yeah. with mom and dad. I mean, how awesome would it be to know that that we're not having to to struggle getting kids to be a part of events um, or to be getting kids part of our ministry or to services, but parents are are pushing their kids in that direction because we want we want our youth, our teenagers, to understand that they have so much to offer, and it's not just about sitting and listening. Like there's, there's so much potential in a fifth grader, in a sixth grader, a seventh grader, and, and in a high school. There's so much potential there, um, but in order for that to get tapped into, it's got to be coming from, it's got to be coming from the most influential people in their lives, yeah, and encouraged, yeah, by the most influential Absolutely. people in their lives. Absolutely. We just read a, a study, and uh, and I forget what the name of the article was, John, but but I know we just was just uh, looking at a study. We was, yeah. matter of fact, it was just a few months ago. We was at a uh, at a uh, mental health um, mental health training. That's right. Uh, right here in our local community that we got to go to. They was talking about some just amazing things that that just helping helping people, students. But they said something so great that they said in order for a student to be healthy, right. Mm-hmm that they need five positive adult role model voices in their life. Yeah. Five. Wow. Yeah. Now, so as a mom and dad, they're not enough. Right. Grandma, grandpa, right? They're not right. enough. As a youth pastor, you're not enough. We're not enough. Absolutely. You know, even let's throw in youth pastors, a couple small group leaders, but they said they need five. So the importance of, of even networking with mom and dad, going back of, of what you said of, uh, of, you know, that networking, that reinforcement is now you got a youth pastor's voice. Yeah. You have a mom and dad's voice. You right. throw in a small group leader or two, yeah. boom, you Very can hit it. You right? can hit it quickly. Yep. You can hit those five positive adult yep. voices speaking life into a student. And listen, and I know immediately people's mind says, well, not all my teenagers' parents come to church right. or, or go to church at all or come to right. my church. Listen, again, it's not about they got to be, the parents have to come to church in order, but what, what parent doesn't want to see their students succeed in their life? I, I, every, every parent at some level wants success out of their children. Right. I, I, I think unequivocally or whatever, whether they live with their parents, their grandparents, or a guardian, they want their child to succeed 100%. And if they see that growth, yeah. I promise you, if they see that growth and it's genuine growth, 
they will want to make sure that they can figure out how to enhance yeah, it. Yeah, without absolutely. a doubt. Absolutely. And I think sometimes in youth ministry, the bad stigma we can get, John, we've done it ourselves sometimes because because we've had poor um and let's we haven't always been good at this, have we? No. Like we've we've been we've been I would venture to say as good as we've been, we've also been that yes, bad. Yes, absolutely. We haven't so there's been times in our ministry that we've had poor uh uh, team teaming up opportunities with Absolutely. parents, yep. and so uh, and I don't know you've had this happen to you that so then when the student gets in trouble, the parent grounds them from youth group, right? Absolutely, yeah. Or grounds them from their small group yep. uh, night, or, yep. or you know those kind of things. And it was because we didn't, uh, we never took out the time to explain to the parents, or even take time to network with the parents to again mm-hmm. say, hey. We're not just here because we want you to bring your student here to us, but we're here because we want to be a part of your student's life. We want to echo what it is that that you are echoing at home. We want to echo what it is that you're saying to them, and we want you echoing what we're saying. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. We we want parents. We want to be able to reinforce what parents are telling their students at home, as well. We want to make sure that our parents, our students' parents, are are knowing what's going on in our student ministry to where they can reinforce that when they're at home as well. We want to be able to create those talking points. Yeah. We want to be able to, like, if there's an event, if there's a monumental thing that happens at a camp, at a retreat, we want those conversations to happen. We don't want it just to be about, well, you know what, they go there because it's fun and games. We want parents to understand that it's not all fun and games. Absolutely. That there is some very, very real moments happening of growth in these students. Yeah, lives. absolutely. That's that's such good stuff. I think that's some good whys behind it, John. I think that's that's some yeah. good stuff that, yeah. that you've shared about, you know, just the importance of it. Again, you know, understanding the importance of really how, gosh, how depressing it can be, but at the same time how sobering it can be of, of really how 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 less influence our voice really has compared right. to what we really think we have. Again, the importance of getting other adults to have a healthy teenager. They need five, um, you know, adult voices in their life. So yeah. maybe, John, like the last few minutes, because, again, we, yeah. you know, we try to keep these podcasts halfway short and not take up their, their time too much. Right. Maybe over these last few minutes, just share a few pragmatics. What does that look like? Okay, Matt and John, I get it. I need to network with my parents, but yeah. but without being overwhelmed, without thinking I got to totally recreate a whole new program right. and something you know crazy I need to do. Like maybe what's some pragmatic okay. things? Give maybe give us something really simple, and then maybe we can get a little bit more elaborate. Right. Well, I'll tell you um, one thing. One thing that I try to do on a regular basis is when I'm communicating to parents, whether it's at drop off or whether it's at pickup. Um, cause, because listen, there's one thing I want, I want to make very, very clear in our student ministry, Matt, maybe you can help me out with this. I would venture to say that, um, we only have about 20% of our students are church kids. Yeah. Would you, would, would you agree yep. with that? Yeah, I would say 80, so. 80%, somewhere around that 70 to 80% of the students that come to our church, they are to our youth group that they don't go to our, our church yeah. on a Sunday morning. Right. I would so, say that, yeah. So it's not like what we're doing is we're farming kids out of our Sunday morning service and, and it's super easy to create those conversations. One thing I really try to do is if we have those moments where a mom or dad's dropping off for a retreat or um, they're, they're bringing in, dropping off paperwork for a fundraiser, whatever moment would bring them in. Or if we're at a basketball game and we get to meet their parents, I always always will try to brag on their 
son or their daughter, regardless if I 100% mean how great of a, a son <laughs> yeah. or, a, no, or a child. You that's know what good. I'm saying? Yeah. I want to let them know how much we appreciate them and, and, and what an impact that they are making and, and how awesome it is to have them. I want them to know that we truly appreciate the fact that they allow yeah. their child to be a part of what we do. Yeah. And, that, and I'll even say something um, along the lines of, you know, Mr. Um, so-and-so or Mrs. So-and-so, I... I don't take it lightly that you allow your child to come on Wednesday nights for a couple hours and hang out with us and be able to sit there and and just thank you so much for trusting them yeah. to be a part of that. Thanks for trusting them to come to this event. Thanks yeah. for trusting them to come to these small groups because that's what they're doing. They're entrusting their children in our care and our and our influence right. and, and, and our knowledge of, of who God is and, and to be able to pour into That's what they're doing. I want to make sure that they know first and foremost that I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I really, really want to communicate that with them. And I've seen you do that before, and you do that really well. And then what you do really well, I've watched you, John. Not only do you brag on the student, you then turn it and then begin to brag on the parent. Right. I'm like, hey, you have an awesome son, daughter. Yeah. I know you, they're an awesome son, daughter. They're not perfect, yeah. but, you know, they're, they're, they're a great kid, and they're a great kid because they got a great mom and dad. Right. You know, they got a great grandma, grandpa. They got a great aunt, uncle. Yeah, um, yeah you do a, an incredible job with that. Maybe share with them, John, the couple, the pragmat. I know you, I've seen you do the calendar thing, the Facebook, you know, parent page. Like, just yeah. share maybe 60, 90 seconds about the, yeah. the, the Apple calendar thing you do, yeah. the Facebook thing you do. Yeah, one thing, one thing that we do, Matt, is um, with our, we, we, we've launched this on, on things. I'm sure we're going to be talking about this. I know we're going to be talking about this. We've done stuff where we try to gather all the parents together, and I will sign them all up for either our Apple calendar, which is shared, or our Google calendar, which is shared for those that don't have, um, that don't have an Apple calendar. And what we do is I just let them know, uh, subscribe to this, and then every single time that I update a youth event, whether it's a fundraiser being due, whether it's a small group hangout for one of our small groups, I'll make sure that that small group lets me know the info. I'll put in the calendar. And then every single parent that's connected to those calendars, they know what's going on. Um, uh, if we have a summer camp coming up and we finally find out those dates, and, and if they're subscribed to that calendar, then I want to make sure that I get that date in there soon enough so that way they don't have to they don't have to call the church. They don't have to send in a note. They don't have yeah. to text me. That and, and then if they do, I'll be like, well, you know what? I'll give you the information, but let's get you checked into this yeah. calendar. Right. So that way you've got all the information right when it's updated. Yeah, that's so and, good. And the same thing with the face, our Facebook page. We have something called um, our youth ministry is called The House, and we have a house parents page. Um, and that's what we always will direct our parents um, when they show up, if they ask questions. Hey, like us on Facebook. It's The House Parents um, and, and just and just check us out, and then everything that we do, outreach, uh, normal youth event, bonfire, um, series that we're going into, we want parents to know what's going on, so that way they can communicate that with their parents. That's so good. That's children, so good, so. and that's that's easy stuff that doesn't yeah. necessarily take a lot of time. Another night, you know, right. again, just creating a calendar that you can share, creating a, you know, everyone is on social media, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, yeah. you know, Twitter, uh, you know, any, anything, good Lord, social media is, is so amazing anymore that, you know, somewhere where your parents can go, again, website, right. but, yeah. but even, even more than website stuff, you know, Facebook that they can yeah. go, be engaged, have yeah. some dialogue with as well. Yeah. Maybe share over the last uh, two minutes. I know we've even done, you've even done some parent nights here. Right. Yeah. Where you actually bring them in, they're engaged on your youth night. Yeah. 
Uh, maybe just share a little bit about that. Right. Just give them, again, just trying to give them some pragmatics, the importance. What does that look like? Right. So. And I'll tell you, there really isn't a cookie-cutter mold to what this night should look like. Um, we've done a few different types of parent nights. One type of parent night that we've done is we've legitimately, we've brought the parents in. Uh, we let them be a part of the beginning of, of our service. Um, so for that particular night, I'm thinking back in my head, or for those nights, it's been they'll be in there. We'll do announcements. We'll have uh, a team, a small group competition. They can see what the students do as far as the beginning stuff. Um, uh, they experience uh, the music, the worship. They'll experience what we do for altar time. And we make sure, because in our youth ministry, we really emphasize mission giving and, and, and being uh, a light to people and being a hope to people that have none. And we really, we really drove home the missions giving to let them know, hey, when, you're, when, you're, when your students are investing, they're investing in something bigger and something greater than what's going on in this room. Um, and what we do is we try to give them a snapshot of what their, what their students experience up until a certain point and then on one of those nights is then after that we had um, one of our leaders uh, speak to the students and and we took all the parents out I uh, we like for this instance I had all the middle school parents um, the high school did the same thing and Matt you spoke with all the high school parents and and we just really we really laid out we, we shared our heart with them um, we gave them our contact information for us. We want we have, all of our parents have our cell phone numbers. Yes. Um, they 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 have that. They they have our emails. Um, we want them to know that they are important enough to us to where they can contact us when we're out of this building. Um, and they have that. And then we gave them their small group leaders information. We told them what they do on small groups. We laid it out for them. And again, at that one, we hooked them up with the calendar. Um, we hooked them up with our Facebook page, our house parents page. And then we did another night where um, we even took it a little bit more and we wanted them to experience the impact um, that God's been having. And we did another parents night where they were legitimately in here for the entire night from, from pre-service to altar call. And, and we did a message um, that was tied to make sure that um, the parents know that what's going on here is to to really, really strengthen their relationship that they have with their children at home. And the biblical principles are supposed to be applied in a way that, that's a benefit to everybody and not just their students. We did a token that uh -huh. night where the parents were a part of that. The student and the parent, uh, they came together at the altar time. They prayed over um, they prayed over this thing that we had them make, uh, this token idea. And, and it was something that we created a moment uh, for this parent to know that this is more than just fun and games. This is something that's really, really a benefit and an investment into my child. Yes. So. And going back to that night in particular, I remember, John, it was a good night that a lot of students whose parents are not church brought them that night. So yep. not only did they get to experience the youth ministry, not only did they get to see what their students were a part of, yep. but they themselves had the min yep. had the opportunity to be ministered to, to themselves. Yep. And it was so amazing. Again, we think like, well, unchurched parents are not going to come to this. Yep. Listen, I don't know if you noticed in 2017, right. but parents I was just going to bring this up. Actually, parents are led by their students more yep. than ever before, yep. and they'll go to anything their students Absolutely. ask them to come to. Right, yep. and so. Absolutely. So we made it, you know, we made it to where the students were excited. And I remember that night, it was so powerful watching parents who were, quote, unchurched. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, we knew their lives, many of them didn't have a relationship with Christ themselves. And yet during the, 
altar time and prayer time, here are parents praying together with their students, students praying for their parents, leaders praying for our parents and our students together. Like, right. man, it was a powerful night that it night. Was. It was it was an incredible night that really that yeah, it was man, I'll never forget that and, night. And I'm not and, and there's something awesome that happened from that because looking back at one of these nights in particular, especially because we just chat about one of the nights where they were a part of us and they did the the token and that we were praying over them. I don't know if you realize this, uh, Matt, but I was just thinking about this as I can think of several families that that are now their students have got them coming to church yeah. on a Sunday uh-huh. that they were not a part of church whatsoever. Now I'm not going to say it was because of our student ministry or because of that night, but what it is, I believe, is they saw their students were buying into more than just an event, but they were buying into to Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they saw the the passion that their students had at the altar, and I I truly believe. Now I I can't throw a success rate on there. Yeah. Because right. I mean Yeah, we're not my, gonna say yeah. you'll grow your church by fifty yeah. percent. Yeah, right. You might absolutely. get you might get nobody. And I think that success rate is just the simple fact that we're we're making relationship with yes. parents. But I'm just saying that there is always the potential that somebody is gonna say, you know what, these guys or these this you know for care, you know, this young lady that she uh she really cares about my student. Yeah, right. And I really appreciate right. that. Absolutely. So. Absolutely, man. Good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Episode number two. That's good. And and it's just it's been on the back of my mind ever since you mentioned the five, you know, the five uh, adult influences. Okay. Yep. Um, and I was thinking about that. One of the adult influences I think that we should all strive for for our students. It's not just uh, like myself as as a youth pastor. I think that we should really try to connect our students with our with our lead pastor. Oh, our that's pastor. really good. Because yeah. I'm be honest, um, especially at the house we have, and I I'd venture to say that almost every single church, because because your church uh, and like they they love students enough to where you're listening to this podcast because you are a, a youth pastor in whatever capacity there. They they love students. I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, I love connecting our lead pastor with some of the students because his heart, his heart is right on it. He loves it, absolutely, and, and he and he desires that. And I think that what better way to get a a thirteen year old, a fifteen year old, a seventeen year old connected to somebody that cares about him than the one that's been praying for him, absolutely, and investing yeah. in them. Yeah, for sure. So that I, that was just something. That's you been know on what? My heart. We should probably do a podcast on that. About oh. the importance of connecting students to your to your lead pastor, that I would think, be good. I think that, that and is how good. to do that because because we've even seen that work here. Absolutely. And I, I think you know what that might that might be a podcast coming yeah. up soon. Yeah, that's a there good we go. Idea. We called it episode three. We've already called hey, another podcast. Here's my episode. question: Do we bring? Do we try to bring in the what? big dog? Do we bring him in? He'll give our, our lead he'll pastor. Give some, he'll give some dirt on us. Oh though. man, I, know I don't know. We might we might need to make that happen. Hey, some so. good stuff though. Good conversation, Carrie. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, for for that submitting awesome that question. question. Great question, man. The importance of networking with parents and and listen. I know we just gave you a lot, but but we would say too, man. Just sit down, and think about it. What's what's one or two things you can do? Um, how do you maximize again your impact? We would really you know challenge you that it goes beyond just you preaching on a Wednesday right. night. Definitely the, a big buy-in is to getting the parents. Right. And, uh, hey, if they want to contact us again, John, submit their questions. Yep. How do they do that? John at EssentialCoaching.us. Or Matt, Matt. At Matt at EssentialCoaching.us. Submit yep. your questions. Again, thanks for, for listening. Go to the podcast. Leave yep. us reviews. Yeah, leave us a review. Invite someone. Share it. Tell somebody about us. Hey, we'll talk to you, and we'll see you soon. Yep.